0: Hello, and welcome to Stories from A to Z with Mona P. I'm Mona Pasanoff, and I will be your host. If you're a new listener, you can learn more about me and my process of starting this podcast by listening to episode one. So as I told you before, I am trying a new technique now. Using the power of Zoom, I have invited my first live guest onto the show. Nope, there isn't a video attached, only voice. And the next few episodes will be interviews and discussions with local Upper Peninsula of Michigan folks. If you want to look at a map, the lower part of Michigan State has a mitten outline. The UP, as it is called by locals, is across the northern part of that mitten. I've been fortunate to spend many vacations and now full summers at the Hiawatha Sportsman's Club within the glorious woods of the Hiawatha National Forest. We are part of the small town of Engadine. People who live in this area appreciate nature's gifts. Kayaking, canoeing, paddleboarding, and sailing on the numerous clear to the bottom rivers and lakes. It is a fishing person's dream and a hiker's too. Those who want a different experience enjoy riding ATVs on the back trails. Personally, my favorite is viewing the warm orange sunsets over Lake Millicokens each evening from the privacy of our deck. People are friendly to one another here. They wave hello as they pass or stop to chat about this and that. Daily evening dog walks become social affairs. Poor Bailey sits or lays down whenever we stop because she knows her humans are going to be a while. Conversations are only cut short if bug spray wasn't applied earlier. The no seums will get us moving on quickly. I met Joe Bronson several years ago on one of those walks. He was usually driving a truck for his summer job here at the club. We always exchanged a wave and a smile. Staying in the rental cabins before we bought our house, I had need for Joe's assistance. He readily arrived and helped me out. We began to talk, me asking him about himself as I am known to do. That was the beginning of our acquaintance friendship. Fast forward to when we bought our small lake house. Spending the whole summer here makes a huge difference. More time for deeper conversations and getting to know people better. So why did I choose Joe as my first guinea pig, I mean guest? Because he is always smiling, friendly, and easy to talk to. Joe was born and raised in Ingadime. He met his wife, Lori, here at the Hiawatha Club. They've been married for 34 years. They have three grown children and one grandchild. Joe has been teaching 33 years. He retired in Ohio before he and Lori moved back full year to Engadine. When he heard the high school was in need of a math science teacher, he gladly took the position and gave up his retirement. If you're like most people, you probably notice his tattoos when you first meet him. Living in tank shirts or sleeveless shirts through the summer, His many tattoos are readily visible on his arm and shoulder. When I asked Joe if he would be my first guest, he said, sure, but what am I going to talk about? I said, you can talk about growing up in Engadine, being a teacher, moving up here full time, whatever you would like. And then I noticed his tattoos and I said, or you could talk about your tattoos. And he said, now that's something I wouldn't mind. So the rest is history, as they say. Stay tuned, and you're going to hear an episode about Joe and his tattoos and even a little about Engadine. Hi, Joe.
1: Hey, Mona.
0: I'm so glad that you're here today with me. Let's start with a little bit of your background about growing up in Engadine.
1: Sure, that sounds great.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, born and raised, you know, my my dad was an educator up here for 30 years. Um, Grew up in Engadine, attended Engadine schools all the way K to 12. Thought it was the greatest place in the world. I mean, just a great place to live, a great place to grow up. Um, Nothing, can't think of anything that I would really want to change about it. I mean, having nature so close, always being outside, you know, playing outside, being outside, any chance we got. Um, good group of friends also, you know, so we had great people to hang out with too. So it was just, it was a really fun childhood.
0: And what, when did you actually leave Engadine and what made
1: you decide to leave? Um, didn't leave Engadine until... 87, actually, because I did my student teaching in Newberry, but we got married and there were a lot more schools in Ohio that I could finish that year up subbing at. And so we, Lori and I, moved to Napoleon just to finish out that year with plans not necessarily to stay in Ohio. But So I didn't leave Engadine until about 1987.
0: Okay, and since we are going to talk about your tattoos And I appreciate you giving a little bit of background about Engadime. Let's just shift gears. So one of the things that people do notice about you, especially in the summer when you're wearing your tank tops (laughs) and you have quite a few tattoos that show on your arms. Can you (laughs) tell a little bit about what made you get your first one and when you got it and what was the inspiration?
1: My first tattoo, I actually got in 2006, and then there was quite a spell before I got the second one. Um, But my first tattoo was basically to honor my father, who passed away in 2006. And he called me Hook from the time I was probably 13 from playing cards. And so I got that tattooed on my back. So that was my first one. So just in honor of my dad.
0: Okay. And I have never seen that one. So now you've really piqued my interest and (laughs) I am going to have to
1: ask you at some future time to show it. It's funny because right after I had gotten it, I had a friend, you know, I think I was getting Lori and I ice cream at this place and she's like, oh, you got a tattoo. Let me see. And I went to shore on the wrong shoulder. (laughs) Couldn't even tell which one I had it on. So it's like I'd forgotten.
0: And then you said it was a long time till you got your next one. I know that you mentioned that you and Laurie got married, either met or got married in 1985, and
1: you Oh, uh, do- we met in 1985.
0: Okay. And then you got married when? In
1: 86.
0: Okay. And you said you do have a tattoo for that occasion.
1: Yes. That for the wedding, for the we met on August 5th of 1985. So one of my tattoos is just the number 85. You know, because it's like both day and year.
0: I love that. That is so cool. I know you have three children. Do you have any tattoos for
1: them? I have. I actually, that basically all of my tattoos have something to do with family. Um, So, yes, I have something, sometimes maybe more than one for each of them. So, which was like, again, that was the process I was going through. Right. When I started, when I got that second one, then I wanted the third one and, you know, and then <laughs> it, it, you want more. Um, yeah, I, got, I just i really put my thought into it about what I would want for each child. That brings me to the question of where did you get them
0: done and who do you always go to the same person or have you gone to different people and do you design them yourself before you go in?
1: Good question. Basically, my sleeve, my arm with all the tattoos has been the same artist every time. Once you, you know, once you find that artist that you trust and you love his work or her work, then you could ask anybody that has tattoos, they feel pretty much the same way. You find your guy, you want to make sure you go back to your guy. That's what I've loved. Okay, where is your guy? <laughs> Unfortunately, he's in Ohio.
0: <laughs> now... So- I know you have a grandchild. Do you have one for your grandchild?
1: Um, I do. I actually put his birthday and initials inside of a tattoo that I already had that's kind of for my (laughs) (laughs) daughter-in-law. I
0: like that. And for folks who are listening, we will put a photo up on facebook of joe and his tats not necessarily the back one but definitely the arm right we'll only do what you want to share
1: joe (laughs) okay well on the back you just see the back of my head so
0: there is a theme to the artwork on your body yes and did you since you and Lori have been married quite a long time does she have tattoos and does she approve of all of your tattoos
1: um she does not have any tattoos i think her concern was like i'm just not sure there's something i want to put on my body like that forever um which is totally understandable she does love my tattoos she does love the work design. she does want me to get more color uh-huh. which on uh, maybe my next one will have a little more color <laughs> yeah she she really loves them
0: i know that when you have a tattoo with color, you sort of have to protect it in the sun so it doesn't fade, or is that not true?
1: Um, I think they do fade. I mean, I, like you say, I'm, when I hit summer, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to wear sleeves. Um, there has been some fading, and I think the artists actually have, will touch a lot of things up for, for basically almost for free, <laughs> but I, I just can't get there. Yeah, Yeah, there can be some fading for sure.
0: So you are definitely um, not going to stop anytime soon from getting more.
1: I I surely do not want to.
0: (laughs) What is it that makes you keep going back or wanting more?
1: I think the biggest thing is, you know, because I have a theme to it. And anytime I've gotten one, I've put thought into it. Like with what Lori says you know i'm not sure if i found anything i'd want on my body forever you know but see i in putting the thought in i have found those things and i can you know i have no tattoo that i regret um i mean i can look at them and say you know i remember getting that one i really like i i really like all of them that i have you know so it's it's just one of those things i mean it's like you're you're right though if you are worried about having something on your body forever then really, really think about what you want to get, if you want to get one.
0: Let's go back to that you are a high school teacher. <laughs> and when yes. you are working, do you keep it covered? Do you wear, I think I've seen you wear short sleeves to school. Yes,
1: so, I do wear short sleeves.
0: Okay, what do your students say?
1: Um, someone will ask me, you know, what that one means, or why did you get that one? But I mean, for the most part, I think, it's initial when you first meet these kids, you your new students. I think a lot of times it just becomes, it's just part of who you are, you know? Okay. So there's not really a lot of questions, but I have been stopped by people, you know, like say, oh my gosh, I love your ink, your artwork, you know, just people on the street that I don't even know, which yeah. al- is also kind of cool, which gets me to do the same thing when I see somebody that has some really cool artwork.
0: I do that all the time because some of the artwork is really incredible. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is there a difference in price according to size
1: or intricacy? Um, basically, the, it's usually just an hourly rate. Um, most artists will have like, okay, no matter what I do, this is the minimum I'm going to charge you. You know, and it could be like when I got my, JGB and the birth date for our grandson. It was a very very short session. I mean, it didn't take long. So it was just some lettering, and his minimum charge was sixty dollars. So okay. I mean, it was probably fifteen minutes of actual tattooing. Got it.
0: And when you got your first one, you always hear how people want to be drunk or you know something like that. Was that true in the beginning? Is that true now or not at all?
1: Not, I mean, I know a lot of, you know, spring breakers will do things like that, but I was not a spring breaker or a spring chicken when I got my first one. So, yeah, I have not been, you know, definitely I've never gotten one when I was inebriated, if you will. So what (laughs) you, you, You need to feel that little bit of pain. Is just the regular ink no it's the pain basically is depending on where you're getting it. you know the more fatty type tissue you have the the less painful it is um the less the more pain you know when you get it on the inside of your arm or someplace where it's more sensitive, you know that might cause a person to grimace a little more <laughs> or, or wince every now and then.
0: If you had something to tell your great grandchild or grandchildren, if more, come along about your tattoos, what do you think you'd want to tell
1: them? I would just probably tell them if they, you know, especially if they were asking, but I mean, I think they would ask, what does this mean, Grandpa? Or why did you get this one? You know, so every one of them has a story. You know, something to do with with my family, with Lori, with me, with Owen, Cully, or Matt. I mean, there's something for everyone.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Joe. And- You're welcome. Thank you. That was the quick end to the episode. I want to thank you for making the time to join me and my guest today. If you like what you hear, we would really appreciate if you could take a quick moment to rate and review the show on whatever podcast app you are using to listen. The next episode will be available two weeks from today, usually on a Monday. Log in to SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and other platforms to continue to grow with me and this show. It usually comes up when you type in A to Z with Mona P. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, v or need creative help, go to Susanna Muller's Facebook page for further information. And if you want original music, contact me for Tim Kaine's info. Till next time, this is Stories from A to Z with Mona P.